I mean, we're a church family. We're like a business family. There's a mom and dad, and you're supposed to be just like mommy, and mommy don't do this, and mommy don't do that. And I'm like, but I'm here. Hey, I'm Ziggy, not your average girl, a very big dreamer. I'm an island girl, which means there's flavor, sweetness, a bit of spice, and maybe sometimes a tad bit of sour, but I can show I'm the full package. And I'm Lori. I'm super big on being there for my friends and family, and I'm excited about nearly everything. And we're the hosts of Let's Get Candid. We're both 20-somethings based in the beautiful Turks and Caicos who are just trying to figure out life as it comes. Let's Get Candid is all about having the kind of conversations that no one even mentions prior to being thrown into the world of adulthood. Every week, we're bringing on new guests who help us to dive deeper into the topics as we explore new perspectives on relationships, self-love, family matters, and business. There is no stone left unturned at Let's Get Candid. Each episode, you'll get deeper glimpses into our lives and hopefully learn from our own experiences along the way. All right, all right, all right. I think we've done enough formalities for now. Let's Get Candid. Welcome back to another episode of Let's Get Candid. I'm your host, Ziggy, with my amazing co-host. I'm your girl, Lori. And today we're back for another amazing episode. But just before we get to that, I want to briefly just tell you about Let's Get Candid, which is about having authentic and transparent conversations. The topics you may never think that we may be having, we're taking from the group chat and bringing it here. So we're glad to have you a part of this conversation with us. This week, we're going to be talking about creating your own legacy. And we have none other than Mrs. Kia Adams-Hagner with us <laughs> to indulge in this conversation. So I'm going to give her an opportunity to introduce herself to you. Good evening, everyone. So my name is Kier Adams-Hagner, as mentioned. Um, I am a, by profession, I'm an architect. Um, and I think relevant to this topic, it's relevant to mention that I'm also a part of a local family business, obviously, the Do It Center. Plug. Uh, the, Do, the Do It Center, um, which I think most people know. So that's fair to share. Um, and yes, yeah, so I'm here to indulge in this topic and and give my point of view yeah that's great so like ziggy mentioned earlier what we're going to be looking at is legacies and legacy building but beyond that you know being a part of legacies like care how you mentioned you are a part of the family that owns Stewart center so being a part of such a well-known family and also going through life making your own mark out there in the world. So I think for us, the conversation is going to be touching a bunch of different things yeah. because we want to know how it is to experience living within it, but also how it is to have your own stamp. How how do you go about making a stamp that is different to what's been made before to have your little mark and whatever it may be. That differentiates right? you. Yeah. Yes, you know, because I think it all comes down to wanting to show your individuality, mm -hmm. you know, and mm -hmm. it might be hard to do sometimes, especially in a place as small as here where everyone sure. feels like they already know you. Because <laughs> you know? they know your family? Yes. Sure. Once, once you know my mom or pa, it's instant that you know me as well, right? <laughs> so just getting to know a little deeper and dig okay. deeper into what it is that is behind a legacy, okay. you know? What makes a legacy, right? Yeah, <laughs> how do we even define those things, right? <laughs> so definitely an interesting, as you can see, a very interesting conversation, but one that I also think like you've um, maybe haven't touched on, but it, it ties into a lot of purpose as well, right? And how you want to be remembered. So I think it's a timely conversation, an amazing conversation. Mm -hmm. And we're gonna be right back from a quick break, but please don't leave 
please stay with us. This message is brought to you by Island Bargains. Welcome back to Let's Get Candid. Right before we left, we had just introduced our guest, Mrs. Kier Adams-Hegner, and we also introduced the topic that we're going to be touching on today, which is creating a legacy, right? And the process of it. Mm -hmm. But we keep throwing around this legacy word, right? I think it's important that we define what it is that a legacy is. What is it to have a legacy, you know? So Mm -hmm. I want to know from you guys first, what do you think is a legacy? Well, I think when you think of legacy, first, I think you think of purpose. What am I here for? How do I do that? And then you think about how, when I do what I do, how do I want people to feel? How do I want them to be impacted based on my actions, right? Legacy is this lasting thing that, you know, maybe I may have not known you, right? Because you know, a lot of times, well, definitely like you'd be around your grandparents, they'll be telling you about people from, you ain't even know these people and they're telling (laughs) you about all sorts of things about these people, but they've left a lasting imprint whether it can be just being a funny person or with professional. So in any context, but they have done something that has lived way beyond, beyond their lifetime. Mm-hmm. So creating that, um, creating that, uh, that story that you want people to always remember you by, right? And, and then to impact people on your journey of legacy. So I think for me, that's, that sums a bit of it up. Okay, what about you, Kier? Um a very similar view to, to Ziggy. Ziggy. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> a very similar view to Ziggy. You know, I think your legacy should be your story that extends beyond your existence. You know, how you've made people feel, how you've, I mean, it starts at home, how you've made your family feel, what mm-hmm. do they think of you, what is theirs. If they were to tell yeah. someone who you were, how would they say it? Or, and then, you know, I mean, we're human beings, so we're multifaceted. We have multiple personalities. Let's, you know, that's mm-hmm. the truth. Yeah. yeah. Um, you're one person to your family and you're one person in your professional stance. And, you know, it just kind of depends on the situation, your situations, mm-hmm. your context. Um, and I think it's important. A part of the le- your legacy is knowing those contexts and understanding those contexts mm-hmm. and choosing those contexts. Well, first of all, choosing those contexts. <laughs> And then um, knowing or knowing how you want those people to remember you or tell your story beyond you. Like we sit down and we talk about our grandparents. Mm-hmm. I mean, we talk about like my my grandmother, my dad's mom, she passed away when he was a child. Mm-hmm. But the way her legacy has been carried on, mm-hmm. it's like we all know her. Like yeah. she's a household name, you know, like the stories. It's almost and everybody would be like, oh, grandma to this, grandma to that. And. You know, so that's the sort of thing, your story that extends far beyond you. Mm-hmm. I think for me, I, on a personal level, I agree with both of you guys. Because even like you were saying with your grandmother, I can remember with relatively all of my grandparents, there's been a moment where someone yeah. said to mm-hmm. me that they're doing this for me because mm-hmm. my grandfather or my grandmother did that yeah, for them. That you know, like yeah. especially in my family they took in a lot of people oftentimes Mm -hmm. and it's just like I have all these uncles and aunts who have no relation to me whatsoever (laughs) and they treat me like I'm their niece Mm -hmm. even though Mm -hmm. it's not blood it's just a matter of the people before me who Mm -hmm. were so open to them to allow them Mm -hmm. into their homes and treat them like they were their own children you know but I think as well people also get caught up in the idea of legacy being wealth and money wealth 
legacy is how much can I leave behind for my yeah. kids? Can I give you guys all this property and things like that? And, you know, yes, those things are great, but sometimes you find that, well, even not sometimes, oftentimes you find that the material things, it doesn't match up well if you don't have all those intimate, personal, oh, yeah. personal yeah. bits, mm-hmm. you know? If you don't have that emotional aspect involved in the legacy, it almost seems like, okay, I won a lottery rather than yeah. somebody, yeah. Yeah. somebody who cares yeah. about me handed yeah. it down, you know? Yeah. So I think from a personal level, yes, legacy is definitely where it's, what did you feel from that person or yeah. what did I make somebody feel yeah. that's going to make them remember me, mm-hmm. like you both said, mm-hmm. long after I'm gone, mm-hmm. but also on a, I guess, state level or public level, mm-hmm. it's what did I leave behind physically for people to carry on for me, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Starting a work and then letting them take take on with it. Mm-hmm. But you had said something important too, where you said... Um, Legacy also about starting at home and what do your people, the family, your family at yeah. home think of you? Because I think a lot of times we think about legacy and then we go straight to what does everyone else think? Yeah. But do how do you impact the people that you live with first and foremost yeah. before you get to my friends and, mm-hmm. and all those other people, right? So I think that is something that people, I don't think we ever really look at that or we ever really mention about legacy and, you know, in the home. The family, yeah. Yeah, yeah, we just always go straight to how do I want strangers to see me, right? So I thought that was a really great point as well. And it's funny because that was actually something I was thinking about the other day with my own family where I was sitting down and I was just like, my cousin Jewel is really like the glue in our family, you know? <laughs> it's like, I always used to tell people, Jewel's the nicest person on the planet if you ask me. And it's her legacy that she's like the glue to our family. Even those those things that you kind of take for granted at times. Yeah. And then you sit down and really reflect on it. It's like, yeah, you you have such an important value. purpose and value yeah. within the family unit itself that it doesn't even matter if you left me a million dollars, which would be great, but <laughs> you know, that that emotional and just intimate value that you bring, mm-hmm. it it, it, ex- it supersedes yeah. things. Yeah. You know? So now that we've discussed what the definition mm-hmm. of a legacy is, right? I think it is important to talk about the kind of misconceptions that can occur within being someone who comes from a certain legacy, be it that you come from a family that is able to give generational wealth or you come from a legacy of people before you probably didn't do the best things, right? And how does that impact the way we show up in the world? And how does that impact how people view us in the world, you know? So... The question I want to pose to you ladies firstly is how have you experienced the impact of the legacy that was left before you? That's an interesting question. <laughs> this must have ever been kind of speechless. Wow, you guys have caught me speechless. Um, I'm thinking. It's my thinking phase. So you want me to tip in? I'll yeah, tip in. Oh, okay. Let me tip out after. <laughs> For myself. I remember, so my dad went into government when I was really, really young. I was about six, maybe five. And I can remember growing up, I was pretty shy. I was really shy. I was really sensitive. And I have these family members who are always seen out in public. You know, my dad does public speaking and, you know, seeing him on the TV and stuff. People are like, oh, your daddy's like this. So you should be like this. And it's like, 
no, that's not who I am. Now, mind you, I grew in to be quite like him as time went on because I love to talk at this point. But when I was younger, it was it was heavy on me to be that kind of person, you know. And even for my mom, people tell me all the time, oh, my goodness, your mother's such a lovely lady. She's like my mom, da-da-da. And it made me think at times, how am I showing up to people where they want to love me like yeah. that, mm -hmm. you know? And I think it's easy to get lost in those kind of things because then I start wanting to be more like my mom in a sense where I end mm -hmm. up losing me. Now, yeah. once again, I did end up kind of turning into my mother. But, <laughs> you know, that was... I think we all do. Yeah, you know, <laughs> those are things that flow no, naturally. Much, we run away from it. <laughs> oh, my goodness. And all the time, I, I try to fight it now, you know? But it's crazy to look back when I was younger I strived for that. And it was just like, oh, my God, I want to be this so badly. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't matching up, you know. Yeah. But mm -hmm. when you naturally allow yourself to flow into those things, then it it comes where you're able to have your own tinge on stuff, you mm -hmm. know, where you have your own mark on that. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Mm -hmm. so. Yeah, I, I definitely, I understand your point of view completely, <laughs> you know, like growing up, Especially, you know, coming from a family like mine where there's not only, like, two strong individuals in the home. I mean, we're a church family. We're, like, a business family. There's a mom and dad, and you're supposed to be just like mommy, and mommy don't do this, and mommy don't do that. And I'm like, but I'm here. Yes. <laughs> so, you know, even, like, now... Um, Although, again, I'm becoming so much like her, you know, like we'll have our conversations and stuff. And she I'd be like, you know, like, yes, we're going to do it this way with this result. But let me just put, put my twist Your on flair it. To you know? it yeah. Let me put my flair to it. Yeah. And um, just kind of referring more to the business side of it. So we actually have multiple companies within our sort of umbrella. Mm -hmm. um, and each of us is more responsible for what we're good at. Mm -hmm. And that's kind of how it's grown. Yes. So, of course, there's like our main company, and then which is the Do It Center, the hardware store. And then we have, so now we've got like villas and development going on and all this other stuff. And that's my forte because that's what I love. And, that, and that's a part, this is all becoming a part of sort of, I guess, me building my legacy. I mean, yes. in preparing for today, yeah. like, okay, I guess this is what I'm doing. <laughs> and, um, but, you know, it's about finding within, and th that's been the challenge, finding in the big umbrella of things, your which age. may not be sort of your thing. Mm -hmm. Retail is not the thing. <laughs> I love I love what we do and everything, but specifically retail is not my thing. And I have found love through my career and my skill. Mm -hmm. And I found a way to find my niche within that, mm -hmm. you know? So um, that's all a part of going back to this word legacy. Like I said, like I was like, oh, okay, I'm, I'm building a legacy. I guess this is what I'm doing. And, you know, because it's something new and mm -hmm. innovative to what we do, although it's relative, yes, it's, it's feeding different. it, it's growing it into mm -hmm. other things, but it's me, mm -hmm. you know? So I'm, 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 this conversation or thinking about these <laughs> things, actually I was like, oh, okay, you're, you're doing something. You're doing a little something, girl. You're doing a little something. And then of course, you know, with my design and all that stuff. So finding your niche within the umbrella of whatever it is that you're a part of, mm -hmm. Because technically, the umbrella is their legacy, right? Yes. So now I have to find my place in that 
to say, okay, this was the umbrella, but these are the spurs, I suppose, <laughs> the spurs that are coming off. Mm -hmm. And, you know, all of the little parts that bring it all together. And then a family legacy is now carried on. Or I, with me starting my own family, I have something that is me yes. to pass on to them. Yeah. And not just, okay, well, your grandma did this, so this is what I did, so this is what you're going to do. Gonna get. You know? yeah. Yeah. And then, you know, we live in a world that's so diverse and there are so many opportunities. You just have to have sort of the, the will and the want, more the want of deciding that this is what I want to do and I'm going to step out and be bold enough to mm -hmm. say, well, let's try this my way. You know, let's mm -hmm. just do this little thing my way yeah. and make it your own so that you also have your own name. You have your own identity. You have something to carry on. You have your own way of reaching out to the community and touching people and touching other people in your family, not just, you know, particularly in, in your, your family, because yeah. those are the people that know you, know you, know you. And they see you, you know? sometimes and they, they see you the most too. So. And they, yeah. See yeah. You, they see you the most and they correct you the most. And those are the <laughs> yeah. people that, you know, you want those moments to happen before the public one. The public. Yeah. And I think you value the family ones more because just like you said, because they know you know you. Yeah. Right? People in the public, they have an idea of who you are. They don't really know you. So, you know, <laughs> to an extent, does it really matter what they say sometimes? And I I want to touch on something considering what you said, you know, your family knows you, knows you. And mm -hmm. you saying that, you know, your spurs off this very big umbrella. Mm -hmm. Did you ever feel like you were did you ever feel intimidated by having to create your own branch off of what your parents were doing, you know, and going out and doing your own thing? Um, I wouldn't say intimidated. It's not intimidated. Live up to an expectation. But it's more of, like, to be quite blunt, how do I do this without seeming like the ungrateful child? <laughs> you know, or like, yeah. you know, or like just mm -hmm. saying in... I've been fortunate enough where, like, my my family, they get it. We all have different personalities completely. I have my two brothers, a younger sister, my older sister, but we all have completely different personalities. And everyone has their part, you know? Everyone does their thing their way. And I think it's a matter of respecting and understanding boundaries and also accepting that, you know, okay, yes, this person has to make his own individual mark mm -hmm. as well as carry on what's happening mm -hmm. so yes. i think it's a it was more of finding the balance mm -hmm. that's the word and finding, i think it's important to, to bring the balance in right because then you bring who you are like you said so it brings that different flair it's innovative it's not what's been seen before so it it draws people to it now because it's something different you want to get a part of it mm -hmm. definitely so yeah you know i think this topic it's such a broad thing and i love how we've been able to take it digging into you know how do you feel having to go about creating a legacy even within one, right? Yeah. So we're not going to end the conversation <laughs> here, but what we are going to do is take a quick pause. So we'll be right back and don't you change. Are you a fun, friendly person that loves to have a good time and to make people happy? Grace Bay Car Rentals needs you to be a part of their team. When you join the team, you can expect to work hard, be challenged every day, and to have opportunities for continuous learning and advancement. You will receive competitive wages and can earn company awards and bonuses, and we promise you will never be bored. 
Grace Bay Car Rentals is currently accepting applications for fun-friendly people for rental agents, car washers and drivers, accountants, certified mechanics, and many other positions. Stop by our Grace Bay or Leeward Highway locations to drop off your resume or CV today. So just before we left off, we were diving in or digging into the topic of, you know, what it means to create your own legacy. And right now we want to understand that whole process behind creating a legacy. So you know you want to create a legacy. Now, how do you go about, you know, actually executing it? And for me, I think a little bit, it's like I mentioned earlier, it's about first identifying your purpose. And we all know figuring out your purpose is not the most easiest thing, <laughs> but that's a conversation for another day. But, you know, finding out your purpose. And I think you have to play around a little bit. You have to figure out, you know, what works and, and how do you interact with people. And it's also taking that feedback from people like, you know, how do I make you feel? Because a lot of times I think for me, it's, it's been figuring out like how people, the way people speak back to me about how I make them feel or how did I impact them? So it's taking that idea and then kind of really shaping it into what you want to do. So for me, like I've always been a very shy person and my family is not shy. They are very outspoken and I'm not outspoken and I don't like conflict. <laughs> so I'm more of like to myself kind of person. But as time has developed, I realized that I, I do have a voice and I do want to share things, but I, I have a way of how I want to share it because there's a way I want to be perceived. And I want to share it in a much more very humble, very respectful way where I treat everyone on a very equal um, level. Of course, my friends get a lot of love, but, you know, everyone gets love across the board. <laughs> but really just implementing it in that way where everything is just very equal and fair. And just, you know, what is it that I want people to remember me by? Mm -hmm. And then there will be people in your life that God will help to bring your legacy into fruition. I believe in divine alignment. I believe that once you are intentional, like Kia said, like once you have the want and the will, Everything will definitely line up, but you have to play your part in it, right? And you have to take control of your life and the narrative that you want and not allow it to happen to you, but you happen to it. I agree with that. Um, for me personally, you said something that stuck out to me, which is um, you, you decide you want to create this legacy, so you go about with mm -hmm. it. And I think for me, it's quite funny. I never decided to create a legacy, <laughs> right? And... I think at times these were just things that were put upon me. Like I can remember, you know, I used to do a lot of internships at Digicel to the point where I ended up being known as the princess of Digicel by some people. <laughs> and it was just like, oh, okay, I guess, you know, if I, I don't know, because it wasn't like they were using much, I guess you can say, promotion on me really. It wasn't until I went away to Bermuda and I would just post on their stories. But even then that wasn't a long period of time for them to be promoting myself. And that ended up being my legacy as being part of Digicel, <laughs> Digi you know, the Digi Princess. Or even, you know, when I think about my legacy, you know, it's so funny. While we were talking about this, I never really thought for myself, do I have one of those? Um, but when I think about it, for me, it's a lot to do with me enjoying being around people. Um, a lot of the work that I've done has been people-based Oftentimes on the show, I talk about how much I adore my family, you know, so dealing with people, getting to know them and being around them has been really what feeds me and it, mm -hmm. it makes me happy. Right. Oh, because Lauren is, sorry to interrupt, <laughs> Lauren is definitely the happiest when she's dropping, she's like <laughs> a of the yeah, No, you know, it's, it's crazy <laughs> because I think 
I don't think I had really enjoyed being around people that much until during the pandemic when I was around nobody. <laughs> around nobody. I, was, I was locked up for months by myself. And then afterwards, it was just like, oh, humans, it's so great, you know? Welcome to Earth. <laughs> Welcome to Earth. And it's just, for me, the process looked more like I was just doing whatever I enjoyed in the mm. moment. Yeah. And whatever that was, even if I didn't stick with it, it's something that stuck with me, you yeah, know? Definitely. I did photography for four years. I haven't picked up my camera in at least two years since. Mm -hmm. But that's still something where I'm able to talk with our producers about what kind of cameras they're using or even understand the jargon they use. Mm -hmm. And it's things that stick where it's like, okay, she she has this knowledge and she goes about assisting where she can with it. You know, yeah. So I guess in a sense that can be my legacy. But you know, for me, I think that the process has primarily just been figuring it out as I go. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you're still living, right? Mm -hmm. So we will be creating this, this legacy or forever. building this story or this narrative for as long as we're for here. as long as we're here. Mm -hmm. And really, it's going to be it flourishes after we're gone. You know, that's the people only going to recognize it. Exactly. Yeah, they can exactly. go crazy when you go on and be like, oh my gosh, exactly. I miss a physicist. So, <laughs> you know, um, and kind of what you said, you reference, you know, like how how happy you were and or these moments of your happiness mm -hmm. and your family and all these special moments are what's building your legacy and makes you happy. And I think when you're when you're building a legacy or intentionally I think it's definitely important to do things out of joy yes. and and being genuine. Mm -hmm. And people recognize that, you know. And I mean, if that's, you know, definitely the kind of legacy most of us want to leave, yeah. unless you want them to say otherwise, <laughs> then you do otherwise. Mm -hmm. But I think, you know, in a in a positive light, like, you know, you want people to remember you as a genuine person, as a real person, as a relatable person. Um and the world we live in right now with so much going on and, you know, like that's what's needed. Yeah. Like, you know, just genuine people, genuine moments, genuine experiences, all that we are all sort of narrating our own stories. But yet still at the end of the day, you know, it's something beautiful that you leave with other people to remember mm -hmm. you by. The way you feel, the way you've made them feel, mm -hmm. um, the way you've touched your community. And I, I reiterate your family first, because those are the people, if you're not doing it at home, to me, I'm more impressed by that. Yeah. What you do with the people that love you and you love them and mean the most to you. And then you carry that out mm -hmm. into your, yeah. you carry that same energy out into to the community or whether it's your career, whatever your career path might be. Um, you carry that same energy, but I, it just to reiterate, home. it starts at home with the people you love. And how do I want these people to feel? How do I want them to remember me? Um, how do they, how do I want them to tell my story mm -hmm. ultimately? Because although you're impacting, you know, people in the public and your communities and your country even, at the end of the day, your real face is the face, you know, that everyone sees at home. And then if you can carry that face out, mm -hmm. it makes it even more beautiful. Because that's interesting, you know, because suppose you leave a legacy where Everyone around you, strangers, you know, 
you've they 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 hype you up you've created this really big legacy for yourself but at home or in your family people don't get that same experience yeah. Yeah. so now i'm thinking like so are you an imposter <laughs> like who are you well, she's different when she's yeah. out on the streets but when she around us yeah. well, she's just how she ratchet yeah you don't know the real so that's yeah. interesting yeah. to think about because yeah. we never really like that stuck with me like i think it was the with me throughout this whole show because we don't really think about the family aspect. It's mm-hmm. always strangers. Yes. But your family you? needs to experience the legacy too. You know, and it's it's funny you you keep touching on family and how your legacy with your family will be. So we're gonna do a little segue oh. <laughs> into your, your recent wedding, right? And me, you know, I was able to attend. Thank you for that. And what I noticed a lot, you know, me knowing you as someone who clearly is very close with her family, right? What I noticed is that throughout your wedding, I could see bits of your family in it. And that made me feel like I was knowing you more. So for the experience of planning out your wedding, how was it in, ingratiating your family's legacy into that, you know? Okay. Uh, well, the day in itself, the date... In itself, it was actually, we couldn't get away from talking about the wedding, right? So just, just throw that out there, get it off my chest. Okay, gotta get it in. Um, the date of the wedding was actually the anniversary of my grandfather's death. Um, and he's one of those people, like, I can just imagine him sitting on this couch right now. I can hear his laugh. He's been gone for 16 years. I can hear his voice. It's like yesterday. So he's one of those people that definitely, I mean, we're talking about legacy. He, If, if there was a photo in the dictionary it will legacy. be his next to, next to legacy. And um, the date, I'm a numbers person. So picking that date was not intentional in the beginning. And then I said, you know what? Like we've carried this for so long and it was sort of a sad day for everybody. I was like, I'm going to turn it into something happy, happy yeah. and make it even more mem- memorable, but in a lighter way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so there was a lot throughout that date and others um, that meant much to us, like my my husband, my husband. <laughs> yes, go. Let's go. My husband, uh, his grandparents raised him, so we paid memoriam to them. Um, but and then there were a lot of other things infused that you know that we liked or he liked or I liked and my family likes. Um, but again, you know, it was that was all a part of that process. Mm-hmm. Okay. And you did bring in a lot of like local vendors in on that journey of legacy with you. So what is it like, you know, including people into that whole story for you? What does that mean? Um, I definitely, you can't build a legacy on your own, first of all. Um, it's a part, a part, a huge part of your story are the people around you. Um, of course, I w- if I could have done absolutely every part of that wedding, just make it 100%. That was actually my mm-hmm. initial plan to like, this is going to be a completely amazing Turks and Caicos wedding. Okay, we can do everything. We're going to make it fabulous and we're going to have every... That was a little bit of a challenge considering <laughs> I only had six months. But, um, but, you know, I wanted to infuse it with, with Turks and Caicos. And that's where we're from. That's mm-hmm. where we love. I mean, my husband, Alvin, he had been away from home for a while, but home was his heart. You know, from the moment we met and home was always my heart. I always said, you know, once I'm done with school and work and everything else, I'm going back home because that's where I want my legacy to be 
planted, you know? Um, and I, I feel like he had the same uh, feeling as well. Um, so here we are. Um, so I definitely wanted it to be, I wanted local people to be a part of it. I wanted, you know, my family and friends, his family and friends to be a part of it. And we have such a spectrum of friends. It was, <laughs> you can tell by the people that were there. So it was, it was, you know, like I wanted everyone to feel a part. I wanted everybody to feel like family, mm-hmm. you know, as big as the crowd was beyond even what we anticipated. <laughs> I wanted, you know, I wanted when people walked in that they felt they felt like family and they felt love and they felt the genuine, you know, the gen- love in the yeah. day. Yeah. yeah, there you go. Love in the air. <laughs> yeah, no, and I would say personally, you guys definitely succeeded with that. You know? So what I want to know really quickly, because I think it's important how we see ourselves when it comes to legacy, right? But even how we see ourselves outside of a legacy. So I want to hear from both of you, how would you describe yourself to someone who wasn't from Turks and Caicos, had no clue about Turks and Caicos at all, no clue who a Fulford was, who an Adam Zora Smith was, none of that, right? How would you describe yourself? I would say, okay, so I'm going to start off by saying that something that one of the producers said to me when we first met, but I've always heard it, I have a lot of energy. I have high energy. And then someone else, we come from the, later on, what was it last year, they said that you bring your own energy, but you like to feel the energy of the people around you. Mm-hmm. And I think just starting from that point, that definitely gives a very great idea about who I am, right? I am this person who's very positive. Like, I, I love happiness. I love everybody smiling and walking on the clouds. But I also want people around me to really be in that same feeling, that same moment. So when I'm around people, I want it to be much lighter. I don't want sad faces and like down, like let's be happy. There's always something to be happy about. There's always something to be grateful about. So I wanted to first start off about being about love and about happiness and sharing God with people because I believe that God is love, God is light. And when you share those things, you share with people. Mm -hmm. And then I wanted to trickle down into about impact. How do I make people feel? But also like, what have I done that have made you went, I want to do more. Or, you know, it made me feel like I can relate to her and I want to do more for myself or, you know, I inspire to do more. Or you just look at it and you just say, wow, she, she got through that. I can definitely get through that. So I definitely want it to be a story of impact where someone's life was changed, even if it was one person. And I'll quickly tie in a story to it. I always have stories. But, um, <laughs> for example, like this, sometimes I'm posting like these very motivational stuff on social media. And sometimes I'm like, I wonder if people will even watching this. But there was always that one person or maybe that two people, right, and they will message you and they will say something like, I love this. I'm so glad that you said that, right? And it makes you feel like, okay, I'll definitely keep doing it. So you feel that impact. So initially, I think at the beginning, you may not always reach, and you will never always reach a lot of persons, but if you can reach just a few, I think that you've did your job um, by creating impact and really leaving a legacy. Okay, what about you, Kier? Um, What would I tell someone about myself? I've had to do this so many times, and like I'm thinking here, and I'm like stunned. But... <laughs> um, I found myself sort of when I've ever had to introduce myself in in this sort of a setting, they don't know anything about Turks and Caicos um, or my family. Um, It's more about sort of how can I help you Mm -hmm. with 
uh, or introducing myself in a way that I am helpful to them. Let me put it that way. Yeah. That I am helpful to them. This is this is what I do. Of course, you know your typical intro. This is what I do, um, and usually a lot of great uh, camaraderie and friendships stem from conversations like that because I am not just trying to find out a lot of. I think a a lot of introductions nowadays, particularly, are very. Um, this is what I do based, yeah. and what do you do? Okay, so now the bar has been set for kind of the respect. Oh, you're a doctor. Oh, you're an architect. Oh, you're a, okay, you're a cashier. So, and I think so many times, especially living in a city, mm -hmm. um, when I lived in Atlanta and you go to networking events, um, you find that a lot of people, it almost becomes, a, you only ask me what I do yeah, because, because now you want to set the bar. The bar. Yeah. Or how you can help yeah. me. Yes. Yeah. So it's, you know, a lot of times I intentionally try to introduce myself in a way where how can I be of help to you? Or what can, what is it that, or try to find that thing that sort of how can I help this person see this in themselves? Okay. Or help them through whatever. I mean, I know that takes a little bit of digging deep and getting personal sometimes, but um, yeah, that I prefer, you know, knowing how I can help people rather than, you know, hey, what do you do? Oh, okay, I need this, I need that. <laughs> no, like, you know, how can I help you? How can, you know, how can I leave you with the good something. energy? Yeah. How yeah. can I leave you with something? And I think that's that's my preference mm -hmm. of. And if I feel like I can't do that, I'll be honest. I'm very honest <laughs> with myself. I take a step back and I just kind of, you know, okay. Mm -hmm. And I think for that, both of what you guys said, it links back to what your legacy is at mm -hmm. the core of it. Mm -hmm. You know, wanting to have that impact, wanting to mm -hmm. help, which is why I asked the question in the first place. What is the core of it beyond just what you do? How does it have a purpose mm -hmm. out there? So, guys, this has been such a great conversation that I am hating to cut short right now. But it was a good conversation. <laughs> it was so good. But don't worry, we are going to come right back after this break. To stay up to date with our latest videos, make sure to subscribe to this YouTube channel by clicking the subscribe button. Just before we left on our break, we were answering the question of what do we want our legacy to be, you know, or what we want to tell, what we want people to know us by someone who doesn't know Turks and Caicos, who doesn't know us, who doesn't know our family. We both got a chance to answer, but we didn't get to hear from Laurie. <laughs> so we really want to hear what's going on in Laurie's mind. So tell us, Laurie. It's so funny because when I thought of this question, I did not think of what I would have said, <laughs> said in response to it. <laughs> but um, for me, I think when I... It's funny, when I used to introduce myself to people all the time, it would be, for, first, I'm from Turks and Caicos, <laughs> you know? I would be a walking billboard for here. And following that, I would start saying to them, you know, I do this, I study that, you mm -hmm. know? And all these things would link back to me, once again, being around people and loving people. I do marketing, I teach at schools, you know? So for me, it was always, I would say where I'm from, what I do, and then I would want to know, so what do you do though? You know, what, like, I would want to know what's your mark, right? And I think that considering when I was talking to you guys and you guys gave, gave your answers and I said, you know, that gives the core of 
your mm-hmm. legacy. I think for mine, when I go back to what I just said, mm-hmm. it goes back to me just wanting to know people better, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and wanting to understand people. I've always loved hearing stories. I love learning about what makes you you. What have you experienced? And how can I learn from it? How can I grow from it? How can I be able to, like you said, assist you in whatever path you're going, you know? But for me, it was always just going back to getting to know someone better mm-hmm. and from a genuine space, not from a space of, okay, so I noticed about you. I'm about to start using this because you're beneficial here, 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 or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, just knowing what makes the person, mm-hmm. right? So ladies. before we get to the questions, I know I want to sneak a question in. I know the producer's mostly going to be looking at me, but I want to sneak a question in. Do you think that we're able, because I know we both said, and, and it happens a lot of times when we're introducing ourselves, we tend to always throw in, what do I do? Mm-hmm. Is it possible to really create your legacy without tying in, what do I do professionally? I think definitely. Um, or is it a fine line? Is it a balance? Or it has to be tied in a little bit? I think it's a balance. I mean, for me personally, a huge part of, I think, the legacy that I'm starting to build has to do with my career as an an architect. Um, And just a little bit of, so the process that it even takes to, let's say, okay, you come to me and you want to design a house, right? Um, The process of understanding what you want is me knowing you mm-hmm. yeah, and me knowing a little bit about what the things you like, not just like what type of house you like. Oh, I want this room. I want my bedroom here yeah. next mm-hmm. to the bathroom and the kitchen here. No, but it's about, okay, well, do you plan on having a big family? Mm-hmm. No kids, yeah. you know, like so. things that you like that you might want to be incorporated. So a lot of the process of my career work comes in, knowing people mm-hmm. and connecting mm-hmm. with people in order to do a good job at it, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So the Perfect. skills that you need for your job are also linked to what is the basis around yes. your legacy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And then, you know, of course, in your career, most times in our careers, we find, I mean, and I'm not just talking about a job. I'm talking about the thing that you have found that, okay, whatever I do is going to be connected to this yeah. career-wise. Mm-hmm. Usually, that is a big part of your purpose. You know, it's a big part of defining the direction of your purpose and how you get to where you feel you should be in that purpose. You know, whether it's marketing or, you know, this beautiful (laughs) TV show (laughs) right here. (laughs) Are we going to be on TV or Instagram? All over the place. Sorry. All over the place. So this beautiful show, wherever it may end up. Um, And then, you know, like for me, architecture and design, like, you know, I look forward to when I get to a place where I can reach out and help the community more. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's so much needed here. And I know that somewhere along the way, that is a part of my purpose. I love helping people. I love, you know, helping people accomplish the things that they want to accomplish or, you know, kind of. Whatever I can do, that's always been me. And I know a fusion of people and design and community work. And I know somewhere in there is my purpose. So I feel like, you know, if your career is completely detached from your purpose, then you might need to be rethinking that. Because you're not not going to be fulfilled. (laughs) Yeah, you're not going to be fulfilled. I was going to say that, for example, my grandparents, um, my grandmother was the secretary for the governor. Mm -hmm. However, most people know her from being um, head of Girl Guides, Mm -hmm. Grand Turk. So, Mm -hmm. you know, her passion was that. Yeah. And so I think 
it, it links back to what you do, but it doesn't always have to be what you do professionally. Yeah. Yes, you know? Yeah. And considering so. the fact that you spend a lot of your days doing work, I mean, yeah. you might yeah. as well love it and you might as well find a way to tie that purpose yeah. in that yeah. legacy in any way. Okay, so ladies, to the question jar. Kier, please, take a question <laughs> for us and what you know about me. I wonder what we have this week. <laughs> Oh, okay. oh, read it out loud, please. <laughs> I don't know. I'm scared. No, this is a good one. What do you feel unites women? Ooh. That's a very broad question. Yeah. A lot yeah. of stuff. I don't know. <laughs> um, ooh, what unites women? A lot um, of things unite women. Good and bad things unite women. But <laughs> I, I, the first thing, I know the first thing that came to mind for bad. <laughs> I sit on TV. For, for me, it's funny you guys both said you thought something bad. For the instant thing I thought of was experiences. Yes. Rather, it's yeah. good experiences or bad yeah. ones. Definitely. You know, the heartbreaks, the wins. Yeah. yeah. We, we definitely we relate. gather the around stories, on a heartbreak for sure. Yeah. Stories. Yeah. I don't want to say gossip, but like the stories. <laughs> you know, I mean, Just girl talk. The yeah. sharing of information. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Definitely, especially, you know, when you're looking for healthy relationships, mm -hmm. you have to be vulnerable to a certain extent. What, find the people that you can be vulnerable with. Yes. First of all. Um, and, you know, like this day and age, in previous generations, there were so many women that didn't share and just kind of mm -hmm. suffered and figured things out alone mm -hmm. for whatever, pride or whatever the case may be. And I think we live in a generation now where we're so much more willing to, to share. To share. Mm -hmm. yeah. Which is important. And to say, you know, I don't, I don't have to go through what they went through or I don't have to go through what this person went through alone. Mm -hmm. um, but again, you have to know who you can share those things with and yeah. the boundaries, even with those people that yeah. you have to set. So talk some yeah, keep some in. Yeah. <laughs> so definitely I think definitely our stories bring us together you know our experiences and our I stories know. I think for me I'm very much an energy person so if your energy is good if I see you bouncing off the walls I see you like really like happy you're talking like you're just really in your element I'm just gonna just connect myself with you I find that's happened with a lot of my friendships like oh you have a good energy okay so we just start talking I'm just like I like her Oh, I, yeah, we're talking about girls. I was going to say, I like him, but I like her. <laughs> and, you know, just the energy, I think, for me, and just, like you said, connection and be able to talk, mm -hmm. knowing that we can talk about different things, and then you find that, oh, there's some stuff that we like together. And so, really, it's about, for me, starting with the with the the, the energy and then going into the conversation. Yeah, and like I said earlier, and in agreement with you, because I also agree with you too, Sadie, but experiences, because I think... As women, and even from our group chat, you know, in our group chat with the producers, we're the only two ladies. And it's Defending three guys. ourselves. And we find oftentimes that we're the ones on one side and the guys are on another side. And even though we have different backgrounds and things like that, I think as women, there are certain key experiences, certain key feelings that we have that link us all in some way, regardless of race, creed, tongue, all the other things they mention in the songs, you know, there's something within that human experience that connects us. You know, Definitely. And ladies, this conversation, I I didn't expect for it to expand so far. Because I was just about yeah. to enter something, but it was, I think I see green cards going up. <laughs> Our producers are like, please. But, you know, I I enjoyed it so much because I think that having these kind of conversations, sharing these experiences and stories 
it's important, you know, that and we get connected. Yeah, we just talked about we get connected, you know. And (laughs) I want to thank you, Kira, for coming on with us and sharing your experiences and your stories with us, you know, because like you said, we're in a time where people are more vulnerable Mm -hmm. and have to be willing to show that side Mm -hmm. because how do we expect everyone else to grow and develop, right? We have to be our sister's keeper. And the world has gone from this to like, it's, it's this big now. Yeah. It's so small. you know, and it's so important. And this even connects back to creating your legacy is like mm-hmm. connecting with particularly us as women, connecting with each other. And because kind of the energy you share, it's it's human nature, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. The energy you'll share among a crowd of both sexes and the energy you share amongst women, amongst women mm-hmm. is completely different. So how are we taking care of each other? You yeah. know what I mean? How so. are we creating the sisterhood? I love us. <laughs> <sisterhood. love> <laughs> yeah, so guys, thank you so much for coming thank on you. another ride with us here at Let's Get Candid. I hope you got something out of these conversations that we had today and that you come back for our next episode. So stay tuned.